Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 97 of Another Woodshop Podcast, uh, named in the memory of the year Dan Dunlap started woodworking. 1897. 1897. Yeah, 1897. That's the year. The year was... He started early and he never quit. November 13th in the year of our Lord, 1897. It's just a memorandum episode. (laughs) I don't know what what character that is, Dan, but I love that character. In the year of our Lord. Speaking of characters. Old man Dan. Big thanks to our new patrons. (laughs) Old man Dan, I love it. Uh, We got some new patrons over at Patreon.com forward slash another woodshop podcast. That is Nathan Jones of Jones Custom Creations and Ken Bartle. Dan. Of Bartles and James fame? Doesn't yeah, he own, doesn't he own the wine coolers? Yep. He owns the yeah, wine coolers. The wine coolers. He's, he's big in the wine cooler world. Uh, thank you uh, yeah. for our new sponsor, Bartles big wine and James. Wine cooler yeah, king over here. I like it. <laughs> wine cooler king of, I assume, North Carolina. I don't know where he's Of Sarpy uh, County. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> well, North Sarpy County. Actually, be left Sarpy County out there. Uh, so big thanks to our patrons. I live in East Sarpy County. Patrons. Oh, <laughs> patrons. We're all thank you to our patrons. It's fine. Uh, you guys are the best. Uh, and now we're gonna go into our. It's really just a hot segment. It's been real big oh, for the show. Yeah. It's our. It's our review segment. And let's get into it with this. Go oh, Black Betty. Ramble him. We can't start it without that. Uh, but we also can't start it without reviews, which we didn't get any. So that's the end of that segment. Whoa, uh, what, a, what a thirst <laughs> trap right there. <laughs> so, I feel so, cheated. Uh, yeah, no, no, no reviews this week. And that's no one's fault but the listeners. So uh, if you could just step up. <laughs> we're, just, we're just pushing off the blame. I love it. Yeah, it's what yeah, we do yeah, here. We got no time. It's no yeah. one's fault except your own, the listener. Except for, except for you, the listener. <laughs> No, yeah. no, we got no reviews this week. Uh, we we just know that you guys are priming yourself for some crazy ones next week. Um, we're looking at you, RJ. Uh, so yeah, the next segment is uh, Ham the Man, Ham the Hamster, <laughs> Ham a Lama Ling Dong, Hamaroni. <laughs> Drove my Chevy to the levee, but the levee was ham. <laughs> no, stop it, Ham a Lama Ding Dong, <laughs> Ham a Lama Ding Dong. <laughs> No, uh, <laughs> ham. This is so funny. Why do you listen to this? I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, since since we don't have reviews, and I don't know if there's a Yelp one, but we're going to go past it this week. I forgot to look. Week, I'm we're sorry. Gonna go, we're going to talk about our sponsor we're, this week. Oh, yeah. Our sponsor is... Insert sponsor here. Send check to Dan's house. Uh, anyway. Yeah, please send it to my house. Corporate, corporate headquarters of AWP, Dan's house. Actually, if you actually just put in Dan's house... You know, Bellevue, yeah, it's like Nebraska, it, it's like it if you let uh, address a letter to Santa, they, they know where to go. They know. You just dance house, dance house, Bellevue, ne- Nebraska. Uh, no, Gail, actually, you another do one for Nebraska. Dance house, care of <laughs> AWP podcast, uh, Bellevue, Nebraska. AWP podcast it's, it's, joke. No one else got it. Okay, uh, Bellevue, so. <laughs> Bellevue. You don't say oh, Bellevue. It's Bellevue, not Bellevue. Oh, you guys <laughs> pronounce that wrong. Bellevue, cool, cool, cool. Um, no. <laughs> No, let's. I'm gonna do my uh, best Dan impression. You guys ready? You ready? You ready? Oh, this is gonna be a hit. Oh, okay, that was accurate. That was good. (laughs) Let's open up a beer right in a mic. Yeah. All right. Let's. uh, I mean, a road soda. Let's jump into uh, this part of our show. What's on my bench? It's called What's on My Bench, and basically we talk about what's on our bench during the What's on Our Bench segment. And I'm gonna throw a curveball. It's going straight to Pete. Oh, I mean Dan. Dan, what's on your bench? Uh, this week... I am not ready. (laughs) I'm never ready. Welcome to my world. (laughs) This week, my clients for the door brought me the hardware, and I'm super excited. Even though uh, that was like on Tuesday and it's now Thursday, and I still haven't done anything with it, I'm just really excited to have the hardware in the shop, and I'm going to start moving forward on that pretty soon. Have you... So, have you... Talk to any door shops to see if they'll do the uh, lock set and stuff for you. No, I haven't. It shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't be that hard. I no, it really shouldn't. But 
I'm trying to get those doors, you know, those carriage doors. And I've got my guy, Bill, who's been like helping me through the process with it. He recommended it and I looked into it and it's really cheap. <laughs> like if you take it down to a door place, you give them the hardware yeah, but the, and they this do door it all is like, and it's nothing. That's, this door not is like 400 idea. pounds. I don't want to be moving it around. No, it's, that's, it's that's already a big in your factor truck. for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's a big factor for sure. I mean, this is, a, this is a big old door. I don't know if you saw the pinup picture that I posted on my IG. It's a big door. I follow your page. I know you don't. Yeah, for what is I'm it? Disappointed. I, follow, I said I do follow your page. What is it? How wide is it? Is it, is 40 it 32 by, eight, 42 by 42 by 96? Oh, it's 42 that's, by 42 by Yeah, 90. it's big. It's a big boy. It's a big boy. Uh so I'm going to be installing that pretty soon. <clears throat> Aside from that, uh you know, bow ties obviously always. Obviously. Uh, you you should just assume by now that I've been working on bow, bow ties. Bow ties never sleep. Yeah. <laughs> And then uh, I used some downtime last Sunday to start on a bar stool that was that I designed sort of based off of Four Eyes designs. Mm-hmm. I think they made an ottoman out of the like the same design that I'm I'm, I'm kind of copying. So I've been working on that. I've been I've been trying to teach myself how to 3D carve on the CNC, which has been a a little bit of an adventure. It's it's been fun. Uh, 3D carves take a long time, you know? Yeah, they, so slow. I mean, it's crazy. Like, some of these carves, uh, when I first loaded it in, it was, like, almost five hours long. I had to really wow. tweak some of the speeds and feeds to to get something even remotely, like, usable. I'm not going to do a five-hour carve. That's crazy. Um, but anyways, I got well, that no, done. You're not. It looks, Your robot is. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah my robot's a little crazy. <laughs> you got to semi-babysit the whole thing. I'm not going to stand out there for five hours. That's that's nuts. That's what that's I have a, a cam for. Time. That's what I have a wise cam for. Hit me up for a, wise a, a affiliate link. Yeah, um, wise guy, yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> um, that's basically been my week. It hasn't been that super exciting. Pretty pretty straightforward. Pete, tell me about yours. Sure. Uh, I will tell you about my week now. Uh, let me just pull up my list. Is that it? Uh, any Dan, you didn't mention bow ties. Bow ties good? He did. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'll, I'll just I'll put a little check mark next to bow ties. Bow ties, yeah, yeah. door, <clears throat> stool, bow ties. Uh, bow ties. And then here's my week. <laughs> and then bow ties. Well, bow ties are paying the bills, man. I get it. Bow ties always. Anyways, just assume. Yes. Um, I'm going to do a throwback to December. I finished up some cutting boards this week because I, I made a bunch of boards. And I'm, I always, around the holidays now, make way more than I need for all my customers because there's always people last minute that are like, hey, I know it's Christmas tomorrow. Do you have any cutting boards? I'm like, yes, I do. I and they're all you. end grain and they're all $5,000. And then they're like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Grandma really needs one. So uh, I made a bunch. I had a bunch that were just not glued up. I glued them up the last couple of weeks, finished them up this week. It's really nice still having my dad around because he loves sanding. That man loves sanding. So he finished them up. Uh, Why does he Odis. love sanding? I don't know. Well, his name is Mirek and he uses the Mirka. So... Mirka Mirek, like he probably likes the sander. That's what it is. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. No, he just, he's, he's like you, Dan. He's from a different generation where like you grew up in the coal mines, like you work every day. Like you work and then one day you what? die. That's what basically the mentality. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, so I finished up some cutting boards, some green boards. I actually need to post more photos of it. They came out really good. Uh, and get those listed. Oh. Yeah. Well, on, uh, sorry. Uh, aside from that, we've been working on the you know more honey do list stuff. We're knocking out all the little projects. We ended up buying a lot of hardware sinks, random things like for the house that we never got to install because of just how busy we got over the last few months. So now we're actually installing all the hardware. Uh, we also had our water heater, which uh, a, this is really annoying. You have no idea how many people reached out to me and were like. It's not a hot water heater. It's a water heater. The water is not it hot is when it goes heater. in. I'm you like, don't thank you, everyone. No thank you, everyone, that explained it to me. I'm from Poland. We just have hot water that we put into it already because um, of the geysers in Poland. Uh, <laughs> the hot water geysers. You got to love the little semantic trolls. Got to love the little trolls, which, Dan, I'm pretty sure you want to talk more about that. Oh, yeah. I forgot <laughs> about that. Go so, on. our hot water heater started, or water heater started leaking. We got it fixed up this week. Um, I fixed the leak and then we had our plumber come in and actually move it to a new spot. 
So that gives us more space in the main basement area, which we're actually going to be renovating in the next coming coming months. Um, and we started painting yesterday, painting some of the walls that are already pre-finished uh, with drywall. So that's been fun. Some smelling fumes. So if I'm uh, rambling a lot, that's why. Smelling paint fumes. <laughs> yeah. Um, aside from that, I made a box drink jig last night. I had to make a box out of plywood. And I'm like, I don't want to just like edge join plywood. I want to make it a little nicer. And I've been meaning to make a box joint jig. So I put one together. I got my dado stack in the table and got it all dialed in. And then three sides joined perfectly. And then the fourth side was like a quarter of an inch off. I completely screwed up my measurements. So I got to redo that one panel in there. Um, and oh, and I insulated my garage door. I ended up actually enclosing the garage door. I went full Spagnolo, put insulation behind it. I didn't actually build it up as a, a solid wall because I do want to take it out in um, you know in the spring, summer, because I do like having both doors open sometimes for blowing it out or just getting some fresh air in there. Plus, the way my house is pointed, I get sunlight just shooting into the garage all afternoon. So, because um, facing, I guess, south? Yeah, south. And yeah, once you know, it gets nice out, I'm going to tear it all out. But for now, it's making a huge difference in the shop. We've had some nights where we dropped into single digits. I think it was, it was four degrees last night, and I came into the shop this morning, and it was 39. So that's actually not too bad with without the heater, you know, having been run that long yesterday. Um, aside from that, it's just a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. It's January, so it's like reach out to brands season and plan your year season. So I'm getting a bunch of stuff sorted out. Um I guess I already kind of talked about this, so I can talk about it. But I'm getting the new dust collector from Laguna. That should be landing, um, they said, mid-March. They're, they just came out, and they're already back-ordered, which is awesome. Oh, man. So I'm getting that, and I'll finally have some proper dust collection in the shop because that little dust collector I have is just not cutting it. So that's been my week. Same. A lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, a lot of uh, boring stuff. Mike, what's going on with you? Um... Well, I did these six foot tall marquee. Well, Sean and I did these six foot tall marquee letters. That was super fun. I hope to get more of those in the future. Those are cool. Um, just a nice. Those did turn out really cool. Stuff. They were real clean. Like when I stood them up and put them in the garage yeah. or in, you know the shop garage door thing, roll up there and, and lined them up. I was like, this is cool. You did I'd way better on those than I assumed you would. <laughs> no, they look really good. Like, how'd you actually end up assembling it? it was like. Glue, brad nails, screw it in. Like, what'd you do? It's just glue, glue and brad nails. It was like, super simple. Like, it, it was <laughs> it's strong, too. I put it, she, the, the customer came to pick them up, and we threw them in her horse trailer. And uh, they were just, they were real durable. I mean, they're they're strong. All, the joints are good. It's all type in there? And, no, I ended up not doing just dados joints? because it, it was all just butt joints. I, oh. I kind of thought about doing dados just to, like, snap it all together, but I just didn't want to add any more variables. So uh, we had, and then like some of the weird ones had like really, really steep miters and we had to, I had to set like up the v. for that stuff to get those cuts. Yeah. The V was tough. The V was a pain in the neck, um, <clears throat> but it all came together. The, um, I didn't make my ta- my tabs big enough cause it was so much MDF work. I'm so used to like working with hardwood. I mean, I do so many templates, but uh, I had the cnc running really fast to cut out all the shapes i mean it was going through whole sheets of three quarter inch mdf and i my tabs were smaller than they should have been so i had a few parts where they would the tabs were breaking free and it was shifting over and the bit would run down it and it'd be to be like narrow on one side so i had to cut remake some of them but the whole job mm-hmm. took four and a half sheets of three quarter inch wow. mdf and i was uh i ended up using almost all of it for fixes so but there was only like four or five pieces I had to cut out for fixes. So it wasn't that bad at all. Overall, it went really smooth. Uh, but then uh, we're doing a um, finishing up. Uh, well, today I just finished spraying this redwood countertop. We just started flattening a Claro walnut dining table, which I think is going to be the prettiest table I've ever made. It's um, There's so much character in this, in this piece of wood. It's amazing. Um, I'm doing a bunch of other things. I'm not really going to talk about them because I'll talk more about them when there's more to like discuss. They're kind. Of, I'm it's. I'm doing work with a, a high end audio company. Uh, they make very very high end audio equipment, and um, we're just kind of getting things rolling here. But there's a lot. There's a lot coming down the pipe with them, and it's going to be really busy 2022 with them, and it's going to probably be in perpetuity. So, um, and then I got some other stuff going on. I got some exciting news. Um, this is kind of an ad for myself, but I'm kind of I, I'm partnering up with this company called Cambium Park Carbon, and um, you know they 
they're a very environmentally conscious lumber company essentially they uh they work entirely in salvaged wood uh specifically urban salvaged wood um fun fact more trees come down in cities than do in the national forests in the united states uh really from developments like naturally or taken down due to taken down through construction and stuff. Yeah, not just like falling and stuff. Okay. So more trees come down in cities than they do in the national forest. And a lot of those trees end up going out to like the rural areas and becoming firewood. Uh, but there's like a big movement of of uh, urban logging going on right now. You're seeing a lot of – that's where a lot of this live-edge slab work is coming from. Well, they're taking it a step further. They're taking that wood and turning it into dimensioned lumber. And uh, also for whenever they sell that dimensioned lumber, they're taking some of that money and they're – planting more trees for forests, which, you know, uh, if we don't have much trees, there's not going to be many woodworkers. <laughs> there's not going to be any wood. So yeah. oxygen. Yeah. It's got more people that, living. So um, yeah. it'll, be, it'll be, it's a good, it's a Hakuna Matata thing. Uh, so it's really cool. I really like the, I really like it a lot. I like the renewable, the resource, you know, their, their, their renewable salvaged movement is great. They're a big proponent of it. They're creating a very large network across the country of sawyers and tree companies. And they're putting all these guys together to take these trees and turn them into usable lumber. Um, and I have a bunch of it coming to me and I'm actually going to be selling it. So, uh, as it turns out, coffee custom builds is licensed <clears throat> properly to sell lumber. Um, for my business license. So I just have to do some tax things involved with that. Um, But I'm going to be selling some of it locally to people. It's uh, being marketed as carbon smart lumber. Um, That's the brand that that's the key phrase that they are having with their lumber. It's carbon smart lumber, which I think is great. It evokes environmental uh, consciousness. So um, and I'm all about that for this for the lumber situation. I think resource uh, sustainable forestry is very important. So um, that's kind of a a, a pimp on my, I'm pimping that on my side just because um, it's something I do believe in and it's a really cool <laughs> partnership and I'm really excited about it. There's more I'm doing with them, uh, but that's the big thing right now is I've got a bunch of lumber coming on Monday and I've already talked to a bunch of locals, mentioned it at the maker meetup and uh, I'm going to be selling lumber to people locally here. So, and it's, you know, it's salvaged, it's salvaged wood. It's from orchards. Uh, it's from housing developments that are going in. It's wood that was normally going to go into lumber or into the the landfill or uh, to firewood companies to get burned. And we're going to be able to turn it into products, which is awesome. Uh, or cutting boards, you know, whatever your whatever stuff you got. So, and the prices are competitive. They're really competitive. So that's exciting. So if anyone's interested in that, reach out to me. Uh, if you're local specifically, I haven't really figured out anything for um, shipping any of that at all. Um, I can work that out with KBM Carbon for you. Um, we'll figure all that out. So anyways, uh, that's going to be starting out slow, getting that figured out. Uh, but I got a bunch of stuff going on right now. I don't really want to go into it cause I don't, I hate blabbing on and going on about how my week all, every week. So I feel bad. You're always like super busy. <laughs> yeah. I am always super busy. <clears throat> I am taking did, I, did I mention the bar stool that I made? Mm-hmm. Your bar stool yeah. is dope. I okay. really, really want to, <laughs> I downloaded that file I sent you on Etsy. Yeah. I downloaded that one. Yeah, I really want the, to make the, one too. I think the it's going to be cool. Yeah. I, that seat one, I, you said that's not the one I bought? That's the one I yeah. bought. <laughs> oh, yeah. I found something. I, I figured something out. So Will you help me. What is it? You can stretch a a 3D, right. a 3D <laughs> file. The dimensions and, and stuff? And it will uh-huh. only cut the, the dimensions of the piece that you've put in. Does that make sense? Right. Yep. Yeah. So that's what I did. Yeah, that's three, what I ended up doing. That's how you made it look different to shape yeah. it how you wanted. Yeah, I just stretched yeah. it until because you until set it, it on a plane, right? You right. set it in to a shape plane that and then you moved it and you shaped it until how you needed it, right? Yeah, because it was like flat and kind of wide, right? right? Exactly, it was round, so and you, I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. Are we yeah, still yeah. describing Dan's butt or the seat? I hope so. My butt goes into my, my my butt print on the seat. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that, that that is a cool project. I we. It'd be really cool to be able – I really would like to make some chairs for our our table. I really don't like any of our chairs or the tabletop or the bench. <laughs> i really like to redo You should just remake stuff. the whole thing, really. I like the bench. I'm, I need I like to. the bench. Tabletop. The benches are fine. Good. Actually, the tabletop is yeah. The base the is dope, fine, actually. actually. You just yeah, the base is sick. The, like, you just need yeah, to I just remake need to put the, the wood top. 
So, and I'd like to make, redo the seats because they're not, but anyway, I think it'd be really fun. I'd like to do that because I know there's a couple companies out there now that work in the community that have like, they're upholstery companies. <laughs> I think even Ueda's got that um, Simple Cushions or something like that. I, he's got some company that he's part, invested in somehow where they make, you can get pretty cheap or pretty well-priced cushions that are really nice. So. <clears throat> there's a bunch of them out there nice. in the community. Um, anyway. Busy right now. There's a bunch of other stuff going on, but I won't bore everyone. So we'll jump into questions. Uh, then the first question is from oh. Jordan Chapman. He has this question to ask us. Hey guys, Jordan from Of the North Designs up here in Midland, Ontario, Canada. Long time listener, dong time glistener. Um, just wanted your opinion on something. Uh, <laughs> I currently work out of an eight by twenty shop um, in the backyard of our house. Uh, I'd like to expand as I am doing this as a side hustle and my shop size is really limiting me on how many projects I can take on, the size of the projects I can take on. Um, so I, I'd like to put a metal building down on the property, but my wife and I are planning on moving in a couple years, so I don't know if it's a waste of money in on this current property and I should just tough it out and wait until the next one. Um, also, I'd really like to get into doing some CNC work to expand the output of the business. Um, again, space is an issue, but if I do get more space, do you have recommendations on first CNCs to get? I know at least one of you will call me a coward and tell me to get a four by eight. Um, I can't do that, <laughs> but what's the next best thing? Thanks. Bye. Coward. Uh, Daniel. Well, I'm not a real estate expert, but I will say that anytime you add something to your property, I'm, I I want to say that's a really good investment. <clears throat> I mean, that really only adds value to your property. So if you're going to sell in the future, I think obviously it's a niche market that, that's going to look for something like that. But I think it's only going to add value to to your property. So, yeah, go for it. That's yeah. That's my recommendation. I wish that I had the space on my property to add something like that because I totally would, because I knew, I know it will add value and it will obviously increase my productivity. Um, as far as the, the CNC goes, uh, I have the one infinity. I feel like it's a, it's a, I think it's a, 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 a tiny bit of a step above a beginner CNC, but it's, it's a very, I mean, hmm. it's really great. I, I went with the journeyman, uh, I started with the woodworker, which is a 32 by 32 cut cut area. I upgraded it to the journeyman, which is now a 32 by 48 along the x-axis. And it's way more than I need currently. Um, someday I'd like to upgrade, but at the moment I don't have the space for something like what Mike <laughs> has. So, yeah, my recommendation is going to be the Onefinity. And I'm not going to call you a coward. I'm not. Pete might. Pete, you coward. First of I all, said coward. it. First of all, coward. <laughs> Two by four. Second of all, eight by twenty. That's what we call an omen. That's a. <laughs> that's an inside that's joke. A bad omen. That's a bad it's omen. A bad, <laughs> it's a bad omen. Show title. <laughs> Show title. It's a bad, bad but omen. his last name. Yes. Just bad uh, omen. Yeah, bad <laughs> omen. Bad. bad, 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 bad. Oh, oh man. Uh That's so funny. So yeah, like Dan said, you know, here's the thing. I'm gonna approach it from a different angle, but have the same answer. I'm I'm a I'm super anti-debt. The less debt I have, the better. If I have the cash for it, I'm buying it. If I don't, I don't. However, something like adding a a building onto your property, a nice hobbyist two-car garage or three-car garage or two-car but it's like extra deep like one and a half deep or two deep like something what mike has on his property adding that onto a property it's not as niche as you think and that is a big selling point to certain people well if you, you add house... if you add a lot of stuff that is niche to the woodworking space but when you move out it's you know, but if it's, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. But right. like, but at the end of the day, if you move out and it looks like a nice two car garage with maybe AC and heat built in and power and yeah, water then it, or whatever, whatever, then it just becomes an outbuilding with yeah, and potential. It, and a lot of people are looking for that. And the thing is, it's actually the people that are looking for it are having a really hard time finding good yes. ones. So here, that's the thing. Like the niche people are really willing to pay for it. You're worried about the everyday buyer. They're not looking for that. 
They don't want it. But the people that are looking for it need it. And you're saving them a ton of money by doing that. And the reason I brought up debt is because you can actually roll this into your mortgage with a lot of a lot of banks. You can just roll it. It's like build an outbuilding and then roll it into your mortgage. Just refinance, roll it into it, and you're set. So that's a good way to do it. As far as CNCs go, I have three tiers of CNCs. Desktop, what I would consider a a 24-inch deep, and I recommend the Shapeoko XL, not the XXL. So it's a... Um, Two foot deep by four foot wide. I had it for a while. Lee Omen. Is it that big? It's well, that's the footprint. The cutting capacity is 16 by 32. Okay. Which is not bad. Like it'll get you a lot of signs and stuff. Like it does all the basic stuff. That's a great desktop size. The tier after that is the Onefinity. Don't even look at any other ones. Don't look at the Shapeoko XXL. Don't look at the X Carve. Um, the Onefinity, I think, is just a really solid choice, uh, just because of how robust it is. You can throw, Super I throw a spindle robust. on there, and that thing is that thing actually feels solid like a real big industrial CNC, even though it's desktop size, kind not desktop, but t- big table size. Uh, footprint's about what four by five now with the journeyman rail or yeah, something. Yeah, uh, forty eight by sixty. Yeah, and a cutting capacity, you're looking at thirty two by forty eight, which is awesome. Exactly. You can literally pass through a sheet of plywood. Um, the tier above that for me, it used to be the four by four, like getting like a four by four Laguna or some, or penguin or whatever other brand, uh, used to be the one to go to. But since the journeyman rail came out, that's kind of become obsolete. You don't need to pay 12,000, 15,000 for a model like that. The next one up is a four by eight. And every time I see Mike's four by eight CNC, my reaction is, wow, that's actually not as big as I thought it was going to be. Like, put down a sheet of 4 by 8 that's plywood. That's what she said. Add an, giggity, add an extra foot and a half on every side, you got a 4 by 8 CNC. It's really not that massive. If you have a CNC business and a four and a two, two-car garage, a 4 by 8 CNC actually would fit in there up against the, the corner. But anyways, I want to hear what Mike says, see if he has other recommendations aside from a 4 by 8 First, call him a coward. No, for first CNC, yet just definitely call, get the one. Call him a coward. I mean, if first of all, don't be such a coward. It's embarrassing. Your <laughs> wife's you gonna go. leave you for another more ballsy <laughs> man. So um, <laughs> no. Um, the if you're like really considering yourself a hobbyist, uh, that doesn't make any sense to jump to the four by eight. You don't need to. You're not like yep. if you're not trying to like. It doesn't make sense. The Onefinity is a great machine. You can do three by four on those now. 32 by 48. Three, 32 by 48, yeah, two and a half by yeah. four. I mean, that's pretty cool. Uh, so that I mean, those are cool machines. They're, they're ball screw. They're nice. Uh, I would definitely say that's the machine. And you can put a you. spindle on them in there. And you could put, yeah. And you could put them in the corner and it doesn't take up nearly as much footprint. Uh, there is more to it than what Pete's saying. I mean, it's taking up a, it'll take up a whole garage stall. I mean, you got to have clearance all the way around it. You have to yeah. have room for the post processor. You have to have room for your cooling, for your water reservoir. You have to have But the machine itself uh, looks massive in your stories and like it's manageable. It's it's one car stall. It's manageable in, in Mike's shop. Yeah, fair. yeah, in my shop it is. It would but take when you had it at the other more shop than half too. Your, more than half of your shop. Yeah, but I had... Almost the same square. Yeah, a two and a just spread yeah, out. three car garage. It is a four car garage. It was it was an oversized yeah. one, a double length one, and then a two car garage. So, but anyway, you could make it work. It depends. I mean, you're not going to get many other tools in your shop. I mean, if we put my CNC in your shop, Pete, you wouldn't have any space for any of your other. I'd have to get rid of a lot of for, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it it it's not. It's a big CNC. It doesn't matter. Go with the Onefinity. That's a great hobbyist starting. Actually, it's better than a starting scene. You know, at this it's, point, Onefinity needs to be be paying um, us. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. 100%. But here's the other thing. Dan, please reach out. Um, here's the other thing. If you – I will say this point. If you are going – if like even if, if you're a serious hobbyist and you're really going to do this, um, I would say maybe look into getting one of those bigger machines. Uh, and I'm going to say Laguna just because I love Laguna. But um, you can get yourself in the seat of a Swift for – Pretty good price. They run sales like every quarter, and they're pretty good sales too. So they'll run weird promotions. So keep an eye on that. But uh, in terms of your metal building, too, I guess Axiom are kind of about the same price as a Swift, and they're Uh, custom sizes, which is kind of I guess 
enticing. Yeah, I think Avid is Are more. I thought they were. Uh, you, I think you can do a four by six even with theirs. With the Axiom like or the Avid? The Av- Avid, whichever the one comes. Avid with, like is the Legos. kind of custom Legos. Yeah, yeah, yeah Avid yeah. Axiom is not is not very custom. Sorry, they have a two by four and a four by four. The Avids are like um like a connects pieces of extruded aluminum you put together and you can make them they have all kinds of options uh and what's uh, like those what's izzy got he's got something ridiculous he's like, got the phantom now he's got the phantom cnc now oh uh, i thought he, he still had avid. avid he probably does but he's working he's probably, working i thought he had like a 25 now. foot avid or something like that he had a double gantry 24 foot long avid um in two gantries but now he's working with with phantom um i think um, you know, I won't go into that conversation about, about my opinion on Avid. So, yeah. um, anyways, uh, go with the Onefinity. Um, and in terms of your outbuilding, um, uh, I don't have an intimate knowledge of your finances, so I won't go into it yeah. deeply. Uh, but I think that it's going to add value to your property. I think that you're going to seclude yourself from certain buyers. Uh, but the buyers that are looking for it are going to pay more for it for sure. So you're adding value for sure. So, <laughs> Um, I know that I had to pay more for my property with, sh- with the shop on it. Um, and in every house I was looking at for a shop, first of all, it was hard to find. So the inventory was low on houses. The inventory was extra low on houses with shops. So I had to pay a premium. So that's where it is. Uh, it's going to add value. Uh, if you can wait two years, yeah, wait two years, whatever. But you're going to get, yeah. also keep in mind, keep an eye on the market. It seems like we're like uh, in troubled waters and the market's going to take. It's going to possibly, but I'm not like a uh, market analyst, so I don't know what I'm talking about for sure. But just as a, as a partial, you know, impartial observer or a partial observer, it looks like maybe the housing market is going to have a little rough time going into the summer. So who knows? <laughs> What's up, Pete? Uh, so one other thing that I didn't think of this because my town only allows one building, auxiliary building on your property, <clears throat> but some towns don't care. You could put 20 on there. Maybe just getting a lumber shed will clear up enough space. Uh, maybe put a tool or two in there that you don't use that often. Maybe your mower is sharing the space too. Uh, maybe getting a second shed is a. I mean, you can get one for under like, five grand. I feel like you're yeah. you're telling my. I'm truth no, not right attacking you. You're Dan, telling my truth. No, 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 no. <laughs> telling my truth right now. But like, but that's the your thing. Journey. Like, if you know, yeah. a lot of places you can just add. You slap another shed on your property. Like right now, most. Almost all of my lumber is in my shed, and it saves a ton of space in my shop. That could be your answer, because uh, you know, an eight by twenty is it's not it's not big as it's a one car garage. You know, it's a small one car garage, um, but you could probably make that work if you maybe get rid of some stuff and put it somewhere else. So cheaper than building a whole place, because man, fifty grand plus for like one of those shops, <clears throat> it's a lot. It's a lot of money. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks big time. Pete, we're done with questions, but I think you... Oh, wait. Did we have a written-in one? Do we want we to got a couple of written-in written in one. ones, yeah. actually. We got two written-ins. Go yeah. uh, the first one is from Chris Lazicki. And sorry, Chris, if I butchered your name. Uh, that's the way it goes. I live in Nebraska. Hey, guys. I look forward to every sorry. episode. My question from the frozen wasteland of Calgary, Alberta, Canada is, which clamps do you reach for first? I seem to have a collection of some of each as I buy whatever is on sale. What brands do you go for? What style? Pete, first. I hate having a mix of clamps. And the two that I predominantly have in my shop, or three, one is off-brand. I just have a couple of them. Harbor Freight is a majority of them because that's what I started with. And I've just recently acquired a bunch of Bessie clamps. I'm not used to having the Bessie clamps around and they're also not in a convenient spot. So I tend to grab for like quick glue ups. I'm grabbing those F style Harbor Freight clamps because they're like a dollar a pop, $2, whatever they are. Like they're just really easy to grab and they're good for quick glue ups. Um, But for any bigger stuff now, like if I'm doing a board, a panel, anything like that, true red going, going for the Bessies. And I'm not one to like mix and match a bunch of brands. I, I'm very OCD. I want it to be symmetrical. If anytime there's a sale, I'm going to try to grab some more Bessies. Just try to build up that stock. But there is a place for some Harbor Freight clamps, and it's usually F-style clamps, and it's for just quick, random, you know, for calls and for quick glue-ups or whatever. Those do come in handy. So I'll always have a bunch of those in the shop as well. 
Dan? Or did you answer it? No, I haven't. I threw it to you. Uh, Chris, I am very much like you. I buy whatever is on sale. You really can't beat the Harbor Freight F-style clamps. I think as as far as everything goes that, that Harbor Freight sells, I think that is the best thing that you can buy in that store is their F-style clamps. Uh, when I'm not buying Harbor Freight F-style clamps, I'm buying the Pony Jorgensen F-style clamps. I really, really like those. Um, I think they're really solid. I like the way their grips feel. Uh, they're just really ergonomic and really well built. Uh, as far as uh, the parallel clamps, I have a hodgepodge mm-hmm. of parallel clamps. I found a really good sale on those a couple years ago on the Facebook marketplace. So I have a couple of besties. I found a good sale on woot.com, W-O-O-T, of some Yoast. They're basically Yoast. they're basically Bessies, but blue in color. And so I have a bunch of those. I had a friend give me some Jets, which is a really good friend. So I have a I have a bunch. I even have some Boras, I think. Some Bora parallel clamps. Yeah. Which are which are good as well. So I have a bunch of parallel clamps. I think as far as clamps go, parallel clamps are obviously my favorite. They I think they they have the the most accurate not accurate uh most consistent clamping pressure clamping among pressure, all yeah. the the clamps that I have. So whenever I'm clamping some the first clamps that I reach for are my parallel clamps for sure. Mike uh parallels get used the most. Um I have a lot of F-style clamps, too. Um, and then in terms of brand, like I work with Bessie. I have for like two years. I just really like Bessie a lot. It's like one of the first brands I tried to work with because I just – I I used some at my friend's – my friend Ty's shop and uh, I was like – and he had the uh, another brand and I just didn't like them as much. I didn't like how they felt. Uh, and I was like, I really want to get Bessie's. So I started buying some and then I started working with them. But, you know, if I wasn't working with them, I would be buying Bessie's because – uh, they are great. Like I really like Bessie's clamps a lot. Um, and I just have a pile of their clamps and they all work great. But the parallel clamps, the K body Revos, they are legit. And they, they have those K body juniors that I really like. They don't, they aren't nearly as, they're not heavy duty. Like the, the, the K bodies, uh, the, the juniors are a much more like medium duty parallel clamp. And they're, I use those a ton cause they're just lighter. The K bodies are super heavy and they, uh, you know, they're heavy duty and they need to be heavy and you got to move them around. And when you like, when you glue up a panel that's already heavy and then you put like a hat, you know, eight heavy 24 inch parallel clamps on there, you're adding like another 60 pounds or something like that of weight. So that things add up quickly. So it's nice to have those medium duty ones for a lot of these like simple panels. So I really like those. Um, I think we had another question, Dan, you wanted to read that? Oh, you're peeing. Uh, <laughs> oh, dang it! I got it. You got Jokes that. on you. He's pooping. Actually, I don't think there. I don't think there is another question. Is there? No, we have Was one more re- written in question. Actually. Oh, oh yeah, it? there it is. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, this comes from Matt Lederhose on IG. Sorry, Matt, if I butchered your name as well. Uh, as a matter of fact, Matt wrote back L- after. I think it's Lederos. I- Ladera? Oh yeah, okay. Lederhosen. I I like I like Lederhose though. Lederhose. Yeah. Lederhose <laughs> sounds sounds very Swedish. Um, he actually wrote back and he said that he already made the purchase, but I think it's a good question, so I'm gonna share it. Uh, he says I have the opportunity to snag a Powermatic 075-1 dust collector. For 350 that flows 1900 CFM, I'm wondering if this would be too much CFM for me starting out. I'm just getting into an 8-inch jointer, and I'm looking for deals on a larger than 13-inch planer. I'm a serious hobbyist, and seeing if I want to go full-time in the next two years. Up to episode 68 now, looking forward to catching you all on the current. Uh, I don't think... I'm going to go first. I don't think... uh, I don't think you can go too big on your first dust collector. I mean, that sounds like more than enough. And quite honestly, if you want to go full time, I think you're going to want to upgrade sooner or later. So, yeah, I would I would go for that. Mike? Yeah, 
Get the biggest one for the best deal you can find. Always go Absolutely. big with tools. Especially a machine, a tool that is made specifically for pulling dust out of your other machines. Like, you can't go too big. Here's the thing. You can make your runs longer with the more CFMs, or you can constrain your CFMs down if it's too big. You can make your pipe smaller and go down in size, and then you'll lose some of the CFMs. So you're not going to have, like, two. It's not, like, going to, like, suck your yeah. pants off while you're trying to, like, join. <laughs> you can't have too many CFMs. Like yeah, you're not gonna. It's not like gonna be something crazy. It's not like a, it's not like you're gonna pull G's through that thing. Or it's not like, like gonna create a time singularity in your shop, <laughs> and you're gonna like fall into the 13th century. You're just. It's just not gonna happen. It's just not. Wait, that, that, is that a thing one. I can do? I mean, if you upgrade to the turbo uh, EcoBoost, uh, no, yeah, you, yeah, it's not the an issue. EcoBoost engine. Yeah, you can't. It's just not a thing. There's just not a thing. I don't know what that. I'm not familiar with that model. I'm just really not. But uh, oh, I, I I'm not familiar with that model. I looked either. it up. Things, it's the double hot, like double bag, double hot. Double bag it looks oh, like a big boy. It looks like two dust collectors connected in the center. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like they're touching dinks. That's a and then, huge like, that's foot for three fifty. That's a huge. That's a hell of a deal. That's a huge. That's a huge footprint uh, on those machines, and you're gonna be very very tired of cleaning out a bag uh, in very short order. Like the bag going to the hopper dust collectors. It is so much better. Cleaning out the bags just super Oh, sucks. oh yeah, it's, bags suck. It's, bags suck so it's the much. It's worse. Like, they're so bad. Like, I, yeah. The hoppers are so much easier. Um, coming from a guy who has to change both his machines three to five times a week, <laughs> uh, I am, I am, I can't, I am uh, preaching from the mountaintops. I don't know about the hopper styles. <laughs> they're so much better. It's so much, it's far superior in my opinion. Anyway, mm-hmm. Pete. So, my answer, having while you guys were talking, looked up the size of this thing is like, yes, you can go too big size wise. And this I mean, thing you could get that 100,000 CFM that I got offered. On yeah, but, but the thing is, like, <laughs> like, this thing is literally like two dust collectors front to front, like back to back, whatever. Like, it's two full size bags. 96. For the, yeah, yeah, it's, it's big. <laughs> and the thing is, this thing, like based on what I'm seeing on the prices, this thing sells retails brand new for over a grand. Well, so like, it's gonna have the if op- you can get option a, of getting it for three fifty. That sounds like if a hell you of a can deal. get a deal on that. Dude, at the very least, you can use it for a few months and then flip it. But what you really want, if you're looking at something that caliber, you can get some. You know, I mean, Oneida makes some good stuff. Um, even like Jet and some of the other ones make some good stuff with some pretty nice drum filters on it because I've learned that the having a bag filters is not really what you want. You want a nice drum filter. Next step up from that is a HEPA filter. That's one of the reasons I'm going with the Laguna is I want a HEPA filter. I want something that's not all the dust that I can't see. I don't want it in my lungs. I want it in, a, in that filter. So no matter what, get this thing and then immediately try to flip it and upgrade because I think you can. If this thing's worth it, it's a good DC. If you can get a good deal on it, get it. I think you already hopped on it, right? He got it. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So good on you. You got it. You can probably flip this thing. Like legit. You can flip this thing, make some extra money, get something that's a little like same CFMs, but a little tighter. And the guys are right. Changing out a bag absolutely sucks. That's one of the reasons I'm going with the Laguna. I want a nice hopper. It's almost one of the reasons why I went to the the P Flux too. It's because I was like, oh, bigger hopper. I have to change it less. But like, whatever. I just went with the one. The one is going to be plenty powerful for my shop, and I'll swap out the bag when I need it to. I'm not going doing as much production stuff as Mike uh, or as Dan really. So it's only on my milling days that I'm going to be swapping that bag out a lot. But when I'm milling, I have to swap that bag out two or three times. So in one one week. Little tangent, little story for y'all. Tangent. Back in 2001, Whoa. when I worked in the MDF factory, I was running their giant CNC saws, and the dust collector we had for that thing was massive. Uh, I, I have no idea how many CFMs that pulled. What's up, Mike? Dan, I'm sorry. What's a CNC saw? It, it, it was just a saw that, that was a giant CNC. On but a gantry it, it, or something? It was on a gantry, but it only cut oh, in okay. X and Y. So it right. just cut big so rectangle cut squares. squares. Out. Big yeah. squares. All out. day yeah. long. Okay. All day right. long. That's all it, I, it, I, I it would cut. Make sure what my head, what it was in my head is what, what it actually is. <laughs> it would cut, uh, it would cut quarter inch MDF 
25 at a time. So it would it would do a lot. What? Yeah, uh, this thing had massive blades. Okay. Like I I can't even remember how big the blade. I want to say 24 inch blades. It was insane. Anyways, it it also had a very insane dust collector on it, right? And this dust collector had I want to say 12 foot tall bags <clears throat> and there were 8 of them. And I had to empty those out every other week and that was oof the worst. The worst. And I will never forget how bad that was. So if I can stay away from emptying bags of dust just because I don't want to be triggered, that's my goal. Anyway, I'd, that's enough for Dan's story time. Like, I'd love to have like some way to pipe my <clears throat> my my bag like everything directly to some sort of large Oh yeah, the outside. Yeah, oh, the, the, the this so dust collector yeah. this dust collection would would uh, pipe everything outside into a giant hopper, and then it would get What's hauled off has? by. They have like it a would get train. hauled off by uh, big semi trailer fulls of. Well, dust Mike's got dust. the the tractor for it. He could literally just have it be dumped on a. If I had it dumped on the ground, I would love that. Like I would legit love that. I could take the loader over there and because I just put it along all over the property. It's oh my god, I'd love that so much. But anyway, Pete, you have a story to tell us, and. We, Do I? I? I like this discussion, so yeah, have it. it's All a right. great discussion. I, I really need to get going. All right, so no, we're we're gonna keep this quick, but I I really want to hear your inputs, and if if you have a a good enough argument or rebuttal to this, Lawyer. or just information on it, uh, we'd love to hear from you. But yeah, basically, here's sure. what happened. So shout out to Matt Morgan from Matt Morgan, also Garden State Woodshop. He he reaches out to me today. He's a local guy. And he goes, hey, is this you? And he sends me a post. My photos from my Etsy, my description, my title. Not I have nothing on, but this was on Facebook Marketplace. I have nothing on Facebook Marketplace. And it's my listing. And it's $2 more expensive. And I go, well, this isn't me. And I look it up. And this person has... All of my 3D printed listings, all of my photos, my descriptions, my titles, everything listed on there with the quantities you want, everything marked up by about a buck or two or three on the items. And then I click, I look at the name and it clicks. I've had this person buy, quote unquote, buy from me uh, twice in the last week, both times a gift. And I thought, I was like, oh, this is so nice. This person's like sending gifts to all their friends. They must have really liked the item. No, this person's using me as a drop, drop shipping service. And, you know, Dan brought up a good point. It's like, well, were they really doing something wrong? And I was like, no, was it illegal? No. But it was shysty. Yeah, they with that, I want to go out. first. I mean... Well, but hang on, let me get like explain the whole thing. So basically, the, the long and short of it is I reach out to them they immediately like I was actually not expecting this. I was expecting them to block me or whatever. They immediately like, Oh, we're really sorry. Um, like, I'm really sorry. Just having a really hard time. I got laid off from work and I saw you on TikTok. and which by the way, like what? Uh, saw you on TikTok, <laughs> and like, I sent you guys a message, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, like, I know it wasn't right, but we're just having a really hard time. And, and it's like, as soon as she mentioned TikTok, it made me think of like, all those like things on TikTok that are like, you wanna you don't know how I make thirty five thousand dollars a week. Here's what I do: I set up a drop shipping service, Alibaba, whatever. But and then like you know they like tell you all the things that they do that make them tons of money. But basically, she copied all of my listings, gave me zero credit, linked to none of my stuff, and was basically basically losing me as a drop shipping service. Now, granted. I was getting sales. I only got a couple sales, which is fine. But like, I'm not selling directly to the people I'm selling to. I'm selling through someone else. I've had people reach out to me and I've done this before where I basically do a resale for bulk pricing. I'll give you a better price. But this person was just straight up taking my stuff and not only mine, but I saw like their Facebook marketplace account had tons of stuff on there. And when I called her out, it went down to like five listings, which means all the other stuff she had on there that she may have stolen from, from Etsy, from other people that she's been also drop shipping 
also got taken down. And like that just seems a little shysty to me. Because if you want to work with me, if you want to sell my product, if you can, if you think you can sell it for more money, that's fine. Let's talk. But buy my product first. Don't just <laughs> take my name, photos, descriptions, every, all the work I put in. Which also, if you're having a hard time in your life, and this goes out to everyone, if you're willing to put in this amount of work to create listings, download photos, put in all this stuff, you you got the right mi- mindset. Like you can start a little business, but maybe don't do it in the most shiesty way possible. So, guys, please let me know what you think. Dan, you're you're yeah. I just I, so I I agree. I under I understand how frustrating this is and infuriating it is. But I do want to play a little devil's advocate here. Please please do. Yeah. You're not missing out on any sales. You're not, not losing any money because you're still selling it for no. the amount that you listed it for. That's what makes it extra annoying. It's like, oh, still, still getting sales. So but what's the problem? Devil's advocate. No, I, it's fine. For me, it was that Devil's advocate. Uh, I'm getting no, <laughs> no exposure or traffic for this sale, aside from what gets delivered at the person's house. And, and again, yeah, like if she wants to resell, like. Wouldn't wouldn't it be so weird? It just felt if, dirty. Like you buy this from some lady. Oh, I didn't mean to throw up her gender. You buy this from some lady. It was some on lady. Facebook Marketplace. It shows up at your house with all this marketing material in it from all this Polish God. stuff inside of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like a bunch of kielbasas and then like I don't know whatever else you get. You do, k- but, uh, kielbasa no, um, and the Polish flag with all my no, orders. You get you get like you get the Pete's thank you note and then the the you, know, you get all this stuff on there and you're like. What the heck? That's got to be like so weird for the for the customer's experience. Too. Yeah, and, and it, then to the get it from is, like with all your stuff, that's <laughs> so weird. If if devil's the advocate. other thing is like no, but <laughs> but like that's the other thing of it is like it's confusing for the the buyer that they're getting a an Etsy item. You're like, assuming that the in, buyer pays that much attention. I put in an Etsy invoice into all of my orders because it has a coupon on it. It has your breakdown of your order. It says it's a gift from Jacqueline because she did it as a gift. That's the other shiesty thing. She did it as a gift receipt, which means everyone got like a, hey, here's your gift from Jacqueline. I'm just throwing out her name. I really don't care at this point. And it's like, okay, like you're just doing this all wrong. It just just feels really wrong. And also, I put in time for all of this stuff. So legally, the The, only thing she did wrong was steal your photos. My photos, yeah, description, like my intellectual property. Yeah. Your, your, yeah, yeah, your digital marketing, so to speak. But a part of me is like, it's not even so much annoyed. It's just more like, if you put in this much time to steal dozens of listings from several people on Etsy, yo, you could be making like a ton of money if you actually. Was she selling any bow ties? Uh, no, there was some clothes. Line in the sand. It may have been like actual fabric boats. That's when I quit playing devil's advocate. That's when he's like, no, Daniel Dunlap's got to get his own. No, that's, this is a very interesting situation. I I really find it interesting because she's not really doing anything illegal except for maybe stealing the, the photos, but she's just upselling. Yeah, like well, but it so is like it, it's a very well, thin line there's of more like to it than that. Dan, if ethical no, stuff. Selling, she's presenting it. She's presenting it as if it's her work, though. So that's, that's the thing. Where the real so if there's an is. That's issue and it comes it. back to me, if she provides terrible customer service or some issue or whatever, or she curses them out on Facebook Marketplace, but all of my marketing material is on there. That's true. That's true. I'll give you. That. I'm getting. I, a I bad think there's name. more to it than just. But then they have to go out of their way to find find you. It's fraud. It's fraud. Oh fraud. yeah. I mean, the bottom yeah. line is it's fraud. So like she's there. There is something legally wrong. I mean, I was thinking about this more. Sean and I were talking about this a lot. So Pete messaged me, and I was, this is crazy. Like I was, I was livid. Like Pete would be mad. I, was, I, I, can't, I would be so mad. And then Sean was like, Pete's getting paid. And I was like, oh, that's right. Pete is getting paid. <laughs> and then yeah, I that's like, what I'm know, saying. That's why I'm playing devil's, devil's advocate, advocate here. But but the bottom line is, is it's fraudulent. She's impersonating Pete's store on her store, which is illegal. 
And you that's can the part. She, really, that's why she took. Well, it we down don't. We don't know that. Did did we? Did we see her actual wording of of her listing? I mean, it was did, word for word copy and paste it's his from his listing, listing copy. But in your so copy, in your copy, yeah. do, does it say, "I'm Pete"? No, because I'm Pete. You're on my website. You're on my Etsy. So like, so it, it doesn't imply Pete. that it's from you. Is what I'm saying. It's well, a very, it, it's a very thin all line. All my items have my line. logo on it, and they get shipped with I, my sticker, with my coupon listen, code from StickerBeat. With I my, implore you guys <laughs> to copy Dan's Etsy store and listen to his workplace. I will. You can see how Dan absolutely feels about this. I will hunt you and, down. And this is the part that's really <laughs> annoying: is that technically she didn't, she, she did nothing legally wrong. No, I, I disagree. To, I was I think, still I getting paid. I think it is fraudulent, and I'm really trying to be devil's uh, advocate for myself. Line. I think it's a fine line of fraud. But the, thing, the fact of the matter is, Dan, if someone fraud. was selling bow ties <laughs> with your photos, literally your copied the old paste photos, <laughs> you're listing everything from Etsy, but selling it at a markup, and you found out, how would you feel? Uh, Legal or not? I, I, I'd be pretty annoyed, if not... Pretty annoyed. If not angry. And honestly, Although I'd I'm still a grown be, adult. I'd still be stoked I that I was making the sale. I don't have to be pretty annoyed. I, it's like, but you know what? These sales weren't like magnificent. And the, the fact of the matter is, I don't have time to be dealing with this crap. I don't have time to potentially be putting out fires that someone else started for my business. That's the part I was really annoyed about. All right. All right. Yeah. You've sold I don't me. Mike, well, you sold me. I'd love... No, and, I change. I change. I change my whole no, outlook. Like, you brought up a good point. Is like, is it shysty? Or like, is it? No, I, it's like it's I mean, not. ultimately, Pete got paid, but it is at the end of the day. I think I'd rather not make the money from someone else. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Obviously. So I'd rather if, just, like because of that's that's, that's only the point. That's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, like if somebody took your Farkle board and marked it up on a hundred dollars and was selling it. On oh, Facebook no, Pete, I agree with you. You don't even have to make an example. Yeah. I, if someone did that, I would be like, yo, guy, here's my lawyer's phone number. He's going to be reaching out to you. I don't know what he's yeah. going to find, but just here's his number to get you a nice C and D just, letter just so, to stop yeah. it. So so you add it to your favorites so you know when they're calling. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, it's uh, I would, I'm on the, ultimately, yes, Pete got paid, but I don't, I, that's... That's not all it's about. It was just an interesting thing. It happened today, all today. And again, shout out to Matt Morgan. He caught it. We took it down. The person took down all the listings, but we, of course, reported them. I, listen, call it petty or what, I reached out to Etsy and I told them like, hey, here's some screenshots. This person was impersonating me and other accounts on Etsy, potentially. I just don't think that's right. Just throwing that out there. But they can't do anything. They weren't selling it on Etsy, were they? They were selling it on Facebook Marketplace. They were not. But I don't know. Maybe they, I just threw it out there. I was like, hey, I'm all I'm doing is providing this information. I'm doing a report. Call it be being petty or whatever, but maybe Etsy has a thing. Maybe uh, let us uh, update us if they reach back. Yeah, I will. If they reach back out. Ironically, I sent a, the, re- like, it was just through Etsy, whatever. What's this person's I got an name? Email. Text me this person's name. I want to look them up yeah. on the, uh, on and, the Facebook marketplace. And what's funny <laughs> is, like, I got an email confirmation. And it was from Etsy Legal. Oh. I was like, oh, okay. Cool. All right. Because they Ooh, actually serious. have a category of someone's impersonating me or... They're claiming I'm a duplicate. That's like their category. Okay. So I was like, and listen, like, yeah. you know, this person's kind of, yeah, they're getting people sales, but they're also doing it in a dirty way. Yeah. I don't know. All in all, I think this was a very interesting situation and I'm glad you brought it up. So for sure. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. yeah. Very and cool. I don't even think they were like, bring it up. I, I didn't bring it up on my, what's on my bench. And like, you were like, yeah, let's talk about this on a pod. I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. That's actually a good point. So Cool. I, I'd love to hear if someone has like a really good, you know, example of this or a good position. Someone's a lawyer woodworker. I don't know. Let us know. <laughs> lawyer woodworker. That's yeah. a very niche crowd. I feel like. It's very niche. <laughs> I, I don't know. All you right. never know. Legal woodworks or anywho. Cow dog. Cow dog does that stuff. Does Cow he? Does he? Yeah, he's like a paralegal. Well, I guess that's like that's all the questions, um, right? That's all the questions. That's all the show. I got to go to the shop. So Dan, do we Sorry, have any giveaways? Actually, hours. We have no giveaways. No, no. We have no giveaways. This is an hour As long. As a matter of fact, I need Pete's to talk quota. to you guys about that after the show is over. Go oh. on. 
Okay, thanks just... for everyone for listening to the show. <laughs> uh, big thanks to our big thanks to our patrons. We uh, we really hope that uh, you know you keep supporting us because we love yeah. doing this. Um, we won't be doing a uh, big announcement. We won't be doing a show the week of WorkbenchCon. I thought I'd uh, yeah. get that out there now, just in case, so it's clear. I think we've mentioned it before, but we will not be doing a show. We will be providing uh, will a not... lot of content on Instagram. Yes, and in various. Yeah. Places, we will be doing perhaps. lives. Yeah. We'll be doing lives. We'll be doing lives, probably some YouTube lives on our phones. We'll do some Instagram lives. We'll do some, uh, hey, we should do a TikTok live. Ooh, yeah, let's do all the um, trifecta. Yeah, yeah let's do yeah, everything. We're gonna so we're going to do a bunch of stuff. Oh, yeah, and we're going to be uh, possibly, well, we can't talk about that. So we'll talk about that later. But uh, yeah, anyway, so there's a bunch of stuff going on with WorkbenchCon, but we won't be doing the podcast. So we'll be uh, providing you content, but not the normal content. So everyone have a great week. Uh, I hope you have a good one. Uh, from all of us here at AWP, love you long time. You stole my, okay, bye. You stole my outro. Oh, oh no, I did. Time. I'm sorry. Uh, Good time. night, San Diego. Lo- I'm just playing devil's advocate. Stay classy. <laughs> Stay classy. <laughs> Kill it. Love you long time. Yeah.